Incorporating brain-computer interface technology, a funnel and several bar bearings, I can now urinate, sleep, and play the game simultaneously. <gasps> Popsicle baddies incoming. I just need to do it already. I'll watch. Drunk is not helping me. My life is just really empty, you know? And what am I going to do without the game? Loneliness. Pretend to kiss me. Okay. Oh, pretend, you perv. Master Chiefs, glitter path. Take down the orcs, Clara. Use Frost. Hey, guildies, it's that time. Another companion cast is coming your way. This time we're going to cover episode 5. Hopefully you watched, because now we're going to go behind the scenes. Let's take a listen. Hey guys, I'm here with Amy Okuda, and she plays Tink, and we're going to be discussing episode number five. Episode five. Five, yes. Uh, the first, let's see, let's talk about the scene where, of course, this is the Codex and Tink kiss. <laughs> oh gosh, um, well... Luckily, the magic of movie making is that yes. we didn't actually yes. touch no lips. real kissing going on. Yes, um, as much as I would love to make out with Felicia Day and how many people would be so jealous oh, of me. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, that was really funny. Yeah, and that was a party scene, right? It was a party scene where I spot my sister mm-hmm. again, and I'm, like, trying to hide from her so she doesn't see yeah. me. And um, not only was the kiss funny, but there's... A shot of Felicia with her hair like all staticky and yes, it's like up the- bunched up with the balloons <laughs> and I just feel like like the kiss is great, it's funny, yeah. it's whatever, but like that shot is probably the funniest <laughs> shot of the whole season. Yeah. Like her so miserable, yeah, quote unquote drunk, yep. um just haggard Felicia Day, that I think good. was pretty great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so how was that scene? Just because I mean, you were in your well. Now what outfit were you? You were uh, a cute with little. Oh my god! Uh, there was like twenty seven. I know. <laughs> like, I can't remember. You were um, in a cute I believe dress. I, I was that. in a Robin Hood That's outfit. It, it yes. was like a little dress that That's Robin right. Hood would never wear. But you know. <laughs> The yeah. magic of costumes is that <laughs> girls like to look as slutty as possible you when go. you dress up as something. <laughs> so yeah, I was in my Robin Hood outfit, which was kind of like an add-on. I feel like when I went to the wardrobe fitting, they had me try it on, but they were like, oh, I don't think you're going to wear that. Like, it's just kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. But they kind of added it on later. It. Yeah, they yeah. ended up liking it and they added it on. I think it was because my Slave Leia outfit I refused to wear oh, for an extended right. period of time. So they only had me... In that for one scene, yeah. um, it was just a little too, too revealing, revealing for me, and I yeah. was like, oh, I don't yeah. want to be in this for the whole episode or whatever, yeah. so I think that's why they added on another one. Thank goodness for Sean Becker, who yeah. is sympathetic <laughs> for girls who don't want to... But it was cute, too. So, I mean, the Robin Oh, the Robin, Robin Hood was, was great. Yeah. I love that one with yeah. the little cute hat yeah. and everything, um, so that was fun. It was it was really fun season to just play dress up every single yeah. day. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> And I, to be honest, I'm not sure how much of this will appear in the actual episode, um, because we just shot it. But we did a whole um, long clip. We had a line of, of the extras, and we had each of them come on stage, and I was just able to riff and ad-lib with each one of them. I was going to ask you, was that scripted? Because it didn't seem like it. It no, seemed like they were just... just... They, they each picked something they wanted to do with me. Yeah. They would just name the background, and then I would just riff with them and ad-lib with them on stage. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. That was really funny. We we enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, do you like ad-libbing more than 
reading stuff off the page? Um, you may not know it from the show, because I don't ad-lib a lot of dialogue in the series, um, but I, I've done improv for years. Okay. I even taught a couple classes. Nice. Um, for me, when I have a script in front of me, I usually stick to it. I'll make a little alt here or there. Um, but if you just put me somewhere and just say, make it up from scratch, that that's that's what I prefer. Yeah. I, I, I sort of prefer not having anything to go off of. I just I want a blank page and just to go. And that's what we did here, and it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Awesome. Give me a memorable moment from that time, just in um, case it doesn't make it on screen. Well, uh, I think one fan who, who went up on stage got a little fresh. Oh, I and, uh, saw that. You didn't quite... It's not quite visible on camera, but she reached around and... Uh, did some cup in action back there. <laughs> and I had to keep a straight face because, you know, I'm just, I'm on camera and doing the whole blades thing, but I'm like, wow, you know what? That's, that's, my, that's my butt right there. That's a lot of butt you got. Nice, nice. This is when you guys are raiding and Felicia or Codex is freaking out. Yeah, that was in the hotel. And, um,. I remember that. That was a that was a pretty fun scene. It sort of it it harkened back a little bit to the like the season one, two, three, etc. Words in front of our computers, mm-hmm. and we sort of tried to emulate that by having just the single shots of us. We each have a laptop, or Vort has his ridiculous like 1995 desktop, yeah. and it's just sort of like one of those one of those scenes going back to the old days of us just in our in our rooms and whatnot. Yeah, but it was a fun having the five or the six of you guys in one room together. Yeah, I mean. You know. It's always better to have us in one space than separate. We get to work off of each other. It's a lot of fun. And any scene where Felicia slash Codex is wigging out is is always welcome. Nice, nice. And then another scene from episode five was uh, how the guild finds out uh, how the room is being paid for. Right, yeah. I, I pull them all around to, to the computer and whatnot, and um, I believe that's the scene where Sandeep had to chew a ginger root, um, and he was taking legit bites, and he was like dry heaving between shots. It was some rank stuff, and I can't blame the guy. I mean, I don't even like the ginger in my like, little sushi container, and he had to just take chunks off the raw root. It was horrendous. <laughs> Yeah, no, who knows, I guess. Who, who knows what's in store for them? I mean, it was really funny to do a kiss and uh, to be talking through our kiss and talking about how not good this kiss is in the middle of the kiss. I thought, And that was all Becker. That was his idea, and that was really funny, and we just kind of improvised some stuff. And yeah. I, was, uh, really, I mean, I actually uh, wish that... Uh, uh, I, I, saw, I saw some of the footage, and it's funny, but I was like, man, it'd been funny if, the, if like, the kiss was like a little bit more passionate at first, and then kind of and died off because it was kind of like this like wooden kiss but it's still pretty funny I think with the I don't know what they're planning on doing with the music but I yeah. think if they like play this sort of like really you know grandiose big moment music and then like the kiss is so flat and then uh, then us <laughs> it's so flat that we have to talk about it while we're kissing yeah it would be pretty funny how was it kissing Felicia because I mean you guys are like you know brother sister you know it was um, it didn't uh, there's something about people about this crew and like you know people like Jeff and me and Felicia and and uh, the people that I do hammer don't hurt them with, we get so touchy feely with that and there's no it's there's no uh, there's no sexual attention really, yeah. so it ends up just being fun, like it's just all about being funny yeah. and I don't even like I, I was surprised because you know sometimes when you're kissing someone it's either it's either really awkward because it's in front of a lot of people or. Yeah. 
or you know, I don't know, maybe she is attractive, and so you like get into it. Yeah. Actually, this never really happened to me ever <laughs> on a stage kiss. I haven't done many stage kisses, but like, you know, with me and Michelle, it was it was, it was oh, also just about being hardcore. that was a lot more yeah. hard, hardcore yeah. making out. But like, I didn't know Michelle as well, so it was like us kind of exploring, like figuring yeah. out like, okay, what's cool, what's not cool. Yeah. But with Felicia, it was just like, oh, this is all about the comedy. You know, it was yeah. just all about like, how do we make this funny? And like, you know, it wasn't even and it plus, didn't even really enter my mind like yeah. being. And it wasn't a passionate kiss. Yeah, not even being passionate, but it wasn't even like awkward. Like it didn't even like didn't even make me feel. I mean, I'm sure she's gonna make a lot of jokes about how awful my breath was or something like that, which is fine. Um, she was sick, which is funny because I was like, okay, great, whatever you, whatever face aids you have, I'm gonna get now too. Um, but it was just like, I mean, especially once Sean made the call about us talking in in the, in the kiss, it just made it all about like, oh, what kind of funny lines can we come up with? So yeah, yeah. it wasn't really that weird. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be talking. Uh, it says the guild is on a raid and Codex is freaking. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I do. <clears throat> I believe this is the first scene that we see the Master Chiefs. Um, I'm kind of like plan started. My master plan starting to come together. I've. Uh, I've, I've put up my schedule on the wall and like I'm starting to map out all the different panels I'm going to and I've and I've enlisted more help now from the Master Chiefs. So this is the beginning of um, of my like downward or maybe upward spiral into uh, be, uh, becoming sort of the godfather of this convention. And um, uh, it was a cool scene. It's it, you know it's just kind of started off. I'm starting to hit those energy drinks and mm-hmm. get a little bit fr- frazzled and. Like, the, the, you know, because we shoot it all out of order. So, it was, you know, when I went through the script, I actually marked down like one through eight, like of how oh, zany I had yeah, to be. Yeah. Um, but what was nice is that makeup had done the same thing. So, like, we, you know, could. I, I didn't really end up looking at my notes because they would just be like, okay, we're, you know, we, we know how tired you are yeah. based upon how much makeup we're giving you. So I knew where to go. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is like kind of the beginning of that. And um, you see a little bit of. Uh, this is after our. Uh, after Codex and I, um, I give her the video game analogy uh, or the sports game analogy of why uh, you know she shouldn't just try out. We shouldn't try each other out. Actually, this is the episode where I think we, we kiss, or maybe the yes, next. Yes, this one. is the episode where you kiss. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so we um, uh, there's like a little bit of back and forth, us yelling at each other while she's all freaking out on the, you know, um, while we're rating and uh, sort of it's 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 that. It's that sort of sitcom moment of, oh god, these guys are arguing so much. There must be sexual tension, yeah. and so everybody sort of calls that out, and it's news to me that I've that even that everybody even knows about it. Yeah. Um, but she's sort of under, you know she's sort of instead of making it all sitcommy, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's funny because there isn't really that at least not from Zabu's point of view. Yeah. There's no sexual tension. Which is funny because <laughs> you so much in the first. First few seasons, yeah, but he's grown. He's he's become he's uh, become he's a man. Probably one of the biggest characters that's grown the most. Yeah, I'd say so, and uh, it's been fun to play. And, I, and then you know, it was cool because like, you know what she did? She she didn't make this season about the two of us like in our relationship so much. She kind of like got it out of the way almost in the first five episodes. Yeah. So that could really like be about you know Zabu Zabu's arc, you know, as the yeah as this you know with the seat savers thing and becoming more and more crazy and yeah. Um, and that, that that was really the fun stuff to play, you know. And so, I mean, I, I'm curious to see how, how it plays out. I, I know that the kiss is going to be a big moment for a lot of fans, and yep. I'm curious to see hear what they say. But uh, you know, hopefully, it'll be received well, and they'll be like, they'll kind of get that what we're doing here, you know. Yeah. That it's just sort of a different play. I mean, you know. Yeah, definitely. A different play. A, a, 
it's like it's like once the two main characters like that like get together, like the show's over almost. It's true. It's true. So you kind of like have to tease it out. You know, you got to be smart about how you play. Yeah, you also have to tease it out. You can you can over tease it. Yeah, I guess so. You know, don't give you a payoff, and you want that payoff. That's true. I mean, I, I we'll see what ha- we'll see if people get bummed out about the kisser. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I think it'll be split just like everything else. Well, that's the main focus of the season, which is great. Yeah, there's so much other stuff going on. I mean, there's just so much to, yeah. yeah. And as we get more and more into the guest starring roles and yeah. stuff, I think it's going to, yeah. people will forget pretty quickly. Yeah. Go ahead and talk about when Codex find out what, uh, uh, the guild finds out. Uh, the guild finds out what uh, paid for their room. So I guess you find out about uh, 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 Blades. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. I, I don't think I have much of a reaction to how the room... I mean, I get so caught up in my seat savers thing that it's like I don't really give a shit what's going on with those guys. Yeah. Um, so I do... I mean, I think that the Blades uh, Vork stuff is going to be friggin' amazingly funny. It looked so funny, the stuff, the footage that I saw. Yeah. Uh, so it's cool that everybody's got kind of their own agendas, and it was a nice pairing, I think, to pair them up. And let them do that because it's been a lot of work Zabu the past few seasons. Yes. So like it's cool to change that up and yeah. uh, really so that was cool. cool parents. And I think yeah, she needs to do more of that, and she will. You know, so it's always interesting. Like I think Tink and I haven't been paired. Yeah. Um, maybe the, and Blades and I haven't really been paired. Uh, yeah. And then so so it's but it's just you know what the hell are Tink and Zabu gonna do together? I mean it's just like <laughs> I can't I can't wait till we get there because yeah. it's like yeah who knows yeah. yeah. Now, uh, one more thing, uh, the, the Codex and Tink kiss. It's, uh, it's that party scene, um, <coughs> and uh, I'm at the start of that scene. And we had, What's cool about this scene is we added a lot of stuff at the top of it. Um, it's, where, it's when I'm downing some energy drinks, and I get the Master Chiefs to knock them out of my... And so, kind of like... You, 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 you divide yeah, the crowd? Yeah, it was, it was, I was like, hey, Sean, it would be kind of cool if we... Yeah. If I if I let the Ch- Master Chiefs clear a path for me, that might be fun. And you know, st- starting to see me get more power hungry, and uh, you know, I start to care less about other people. It seems like, and you know, um, right. you pound an energy drink, pound an energy drink, and smash it. Yeah, that was filled with water because uh, those energy drinks. I can't do it, man. I can't do energy drinks. Um, nothing against our lovely sponsor. If I had to drink an energy drink, man, it would be Jones Whoop Ass. Uh, but <laughs> but I just uh, energy drinks uh, they go straight to my brain and I, my head explodes so I, yeah, I don't really like this but um, uh, so we put water in there and it was, but it was just fun to like play it and then smash it against the uh, like we were wondering if the Master Chief armor is going to break but uh, <laughs> our boy Andy the guy who made it uh, made those freaking amazing costumes uh, they were sturdy enough and so it was, uh, but it was just cool to, that, was a, that was one of those scenes one of the many scenes where like it gets really collaborative with between like for, for me as an actor and with Sean and uh, and Felicia where we just can kind of like oh let's try this idea um, and sort of like each take evolves a little bit more and you get get to do get a little bit bigger yeah. or uh, take take another tra- another chance because you know you got the safe one in the bag and yeah. that, that that was like one of those scenes for me I mean I, I know I have kind of like a quick exit but it was still like a fun because that, that wasn't original. I was supposed to just like le- you know pound it and then leave. Yeah. Um, so but then to be able to what it yeah came. to like pushing them through and then the, uh, the Moses line or whatever, <laughs> whichever one of those takes he chooses. Um, yeah. I hope will be pretty cool. They seem like fun. Cool takes. Well, thanks. I appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. No problem. 
Hey Gillies, I'm here with Kim E.D. We're here discussing episode 5. Once again, we are at Greg Aronowitz's barnyard. Woohoo! He's in the background sculpting something that I can't mention. <laughs> I'm sure I could, but I'm sure he doesn't want me to, so. It's his penis. Yes. <laughs> we'll just tell you right now. A lot of clay. <laughs> Um, so let's go ahead and jump into episode five. Now, a lot of this happens in the hotel room. Yeah, this is like, this is a pretty epic episode. I yeah. really, really like it. It reminds me of season three, episode seven, I think it was, which sticks out in my brain because I just remember I loved that episode so much It just because it just kept going and going and going and going so much. It was, I think it's the one where Codex and Riley have the game off at the end mm. it just seems it's one another one like this one where it's just like everything that happens you're like that's awesome and yeah. you're like it keeps going Does yeah, it yeah. it's more and more and more yeah so. yeah and we also they're back to gaming back to the screens talking to the computer screen yes which i think is funny because they're all sitting in the room and they're talking to their computer screen not looking at each other yeah so it's just kind of sean uh that's came like up with throwback this. yeah yeah it's interesting in the editing of this you know when um it started initially in the first cut you know it went back to felicia so her pov and she was saying you know you guys the fabric care of our existence but the thing is because it went straight into her from the webcam it was disconcerting because you were like wait why is she still in her webcam yeah so then you know we were like hey try putting you know other people gaming and uh but it's and then he had uh you know an angle on Felicia at the desk so you could see but she, but it didn't match you know like what mm-hmm. she was doing so then the the latest catch on came up with this split screen and we were just like oh, brilliant it's so good yeah yeah yeah, yeah it solved everything so because it really does give you that feeling again that they're all engaged in the same activity yeah. and you know you can just really tell so yeah it's very cool yeah so that was cool and then we get to see the Master Chiefs make yes. their first appearance very cool that was um that was really cool because Felicia was like, "Hey, we, you know, so we we were able to get the clearance from Microsoft because Halo yeah, is, that would make you know, sense, yeah, which was really nice." Yeah. And then we were like, "Okay, so how do we do this?" And I was like, "This is this one's going to be easy, like just you know look and like go to go to um, you know Comic Con Masquerade or you know any of the masquerades and find these winners." And you know TJ Rotel, our production coordinator, did this, and he literally within half an hour, I think, had gotten a hold of the guys. Yeah, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, totally," you know, and they're and then he was TJ was sending us pictures that they were sending of their you know their yeah because they made those outfits themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so, which I interviewed those guys, so we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll hear from them at one point. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So it was crazy that they were willing to come down and... Yeah, because they're from Texas. Yeah, so yeah. they flew out here yeah. for every shoot. Yeah. I mean, there was multiple days that... Yeah, and then there was another time when... Um, God, I'm looking at his name. Well, there's three guys total. Yeah, and then one of them was in, lives in San Diego, and so he would drive up, and then... Um, but yeah. But they would rotate. Yeah. Whoever can make it that weekend and to help. Yeah. And then the I shoot. found out that they were really excited to meet Greg because, you know, they I think they'd been reading his blog mm-hmm. from the barnyard. And so they were just like, oh, my God, their mind was a little bit blown. Yeah. Cause I kept asking him if they met him because they wanted to meet him. And, but they, you know, they finally got around to it. And they, yeah. And they finally, but I'm, well, I'm like, you got to make sure you talk to Greg before yeah. you, you're done here. Yeah. But those outfits are intense. They're very uncomfortable and, you know, they yeah. take a long time to get for them to get in and out of there. A lot of pieces to them. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it's just so cool. Yeah. 
Very, very cool. That's one of those where you're just like, wow, we can do this. Write <laughs> she writes it and it happens. And then we get them. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you get them before she wrote it? Or did she write in there that there were no, two? No, she wrote that they would be Master Chiefs. Wow. And so we were just like, okay, hope they, hope they go for That's it. That's what she does. Sometimes yeah. she just writes it and you guys make it happen. Yeah. But, you know, the whole thing is, like, as long as you're not, you know, showing their band, their yeah. brand in a poor light. And it's just funny that Zabu now has, like, these little Master Chiefs that are working <laughs> for him, you know, like, yeah. doing his bidding. It's yeah. just pretty funny. It's good stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, another scene I like is the kiss. And what's great is that transition from... The one they're in the same hotel. This is in Koreatown. Yes, but the bathroom is in another room where craft services. <laughs> so, yeah. so when she, when Kara throws them in there, it's it's done twice in two different areas. But it looks like it's so seamless that yeah. they're getting tossed in that room. Yeah, but the bathrooms in that the hotel in on Koreatown. opposite sides of the of the building. Yeah, that's a crazy hotel because I guess it used to be apartments or something. Uh, I don't I, or maybe, but it's just funny because you know, like most hotel rooms you go in now, and they're exactly the same. These are all completely different. Like shaped the layouts are different. Yeah. They're shaped different. The bathrooms are different. Yeah. So it's just really funny, and uh, yeah, just so. made it more of a challenge. Yeah. To not look out that door. Yeah. Because if you look out the door of their room that they're in, the guys would be there. Yeah. But you look out of the bathroom that we were using, it was a closet. Mm-hmm. So you really had to make sure you open that door yeah. wide enough to, yeah. to expose it. Yeah. But uh, again, like, I just, this kiss scene, oh my God, so good. You know, and yeah. it's just glad and I you know Felicia may debate this but I feel like I kind of insisted on it because you know I think at one point she was just like ugh, I don't want them to get together you know I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna like kind of not address it or yeah. it's just like just kind of ended it with the last episode and that um, would have been it I guess so or, or you know I can't really remember I think it was a conversation that we were having though because she was just kind of like I don't you know, I want to go there. Yeah. And I was just like, but you have to have them kiss. You have to. Because you can't just, you know, this has been, people are like literally rooting for this to happen or not. And, you know, yep. so you can't just let it go by the wayside. You have to address it. And they, and in order to like make sure that it's not going to work, they have to kiss. Yeah. So, um, so they did. And it just didn't work out, which ended up being it's a funny kiss. Really, really funny, yeah. And it's interesting, too, in the editing of that scene, you know, again, that went through several iterations, you know, just finding the right tone between, you know, um, and it's fascinating. That's one where you really see in editing how it can alter a scene dramatically, just one little shot. You yeah. Know, there was, before there was a shot of Sandeep in there, and he... Um, after the kiss, he was he was just like, okay, well, and the way he said, like, I guess we're friends, it made him seem almost disappointed. It made it seem like the tides had turned and yeah. now that they had tried it, that he was kind of disappointed. And I was just like, uh-uh, we got to, <laughs> you know, find the thing. We have to see them, you know, both really come to the realization. And, and there was a lot more verbal, you know, in the, the first cut of it because... Um, you know the the scene in and of itself when they did it it was a little bit looser you mm-hmm. know um and there was a lot of talking to show that they were uncomfortable but you know it ended up being you know uh that sean you know put in and i suggested some of it to to you know really play with the silences and really play with their just looking at each other yeah. and you know, assessing the situation, um, you know, and it, it just had to be like, you know, a genuine, um, uh, you know, admiration of each other and, you know, just like this connection of like, okay, we're, yeah, yeah, this is okay. And you have to see them both be okay with it. Um, 
But again, I got I just got to go back to like both of them. I'm just like, oh, my little stars. <laughs> because they're so good. I just feel like, you know, uh, it's one of the, it's just so well played, you know, yeah. by both of them. But again, yeah. man, Felicia, she kills me. You know, there's that close up of her right when they go the final three, two, one. And just like, I, I mean, you guys see it. There's like all the expectation and, you know, yeah. all this vulnerability again and all this hope and all this, you know, just, just so much there. And I'm just like, how did she do that? But it's, <laughs> she's not doing it. It's just, she's just, just, you know, she's got that thing that you it. get when you are just dying. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, yeah. And um, the other big scene is the party scene, mm-hmm. which is put on by Joan Soda. Yes, and that was a fun... Basically, we just started to sort of go beyond our budget a little bit, you know. As you know, this is a huge, huge ordeal. Yeah. And um, uh, unfortunately, one of the <laughs> locations that we had, we got a little bone by. So yeah. in the end, I was just like, wow, okay, so that's going to cost us <laughs> yeah. a lot more money than, than we were initially told. So I just, uh, you know, started trying to figure out you know and Brian actually kind of handled the deal so we you know we had um, we well actually this was true you know like a thing opened up and so we were like hey does anybody you know like uh, you know because we were thinking more like in the party you know of having like a certain banner hanging and then Mm -hmm. that company fell through so we're like hey maybe we can get somebody else and then a lot of companies answered and i was like oh wow that's good (laughs) you know but as always happens every year it's like literally 11th hour so i mean i was like i don't know if this can happen in time because we have to get things turned around in like a week yeah like in corporate time that never happens but um both you know um Joan Soda and Steve Jackson Games. They were so great. And yeah. they, <laughs> I don't know if they smelled my desperation or what, <laughs> but I was just like, you know, we'd love to have you, but also it will, it will actually help us, you know, like feed people and, yeah. you know, yeah. pay people. And, yeah. you know, so at that point. Um, yeah. And it's great is because you guys announced at Comic Con that Joan Soda is doing mm-hmm. a guild, a guild themed six pack of sodas. I am so excited about that. I <laughs> I mean, I don't know if by the time this podcast is out, if it's going to be available or not. When, um, is, when is it coming out? Well, you know... Have they announced the day? We've, no, no. I'm, I'm hoping that when this yeah. is out, that, that, that we can, you know, announce it by then and, you know, maybe... So you guys know, you just don't... It's not officially announced yet. That is correct. Okay. Like, it's, um, or, or it's just not available yet. Gotcha. It's, you know, I've seen the... But they're in the process of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we did approvals on all the labels nice. and... Um, I love that they, they match the color of the soda to the yes. color of the character. This is like my favorite thing. Well, also because <laughs> this is this is the deal. You know, they were like, hey, do you think that maybe, you know, because we do a World of Warcraft one, would you be interested? And I was like, could the bottles match the colors of their outfits? Because that would be the coolest thing ever. And they were like, we could do that. And I was like, then yes, absolutely. I don't know why. So is this after the reason, fact? After they sponsored the party? Um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like a conversation oh, okay. that we have had concurrently. They yeah. were just like, hey, you know, um, this is something that can happen as well. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, wow, that would be... I mean, I don't know why, but I guess it's because I'm a terrible gift giver or it's hard for me to find stuff and so I was just like that like what a great present for somebody who likes the who guild. guild I sound like I'm shilling but I'm not <laughs> what I mean is like the reason that I got so excited about it was because I was just like that's the weirdest coolest yeah. thing it's very ever. unique gift 
It is. And yeah. it's a very... So I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Out. Yeah. I can't wait to get my six-pack. I know. And then I never want to open them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine so. will sit on my shelf. will yes. never be opened. But, um... Maybe I'll buy two so I can drink exactly. one of them and have empty <laughs> bottles and have full bottles. But wait, there's more. But wait. <laughs> there's more? <laughs> Commercial. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> I know it does sound like it. It's horrible. I'm sorry. Now, are they selling these online only? Yeah. So they're not going to be available in stores. Okay, so this is not just like their Buffy line because they need a Buffy exactly. line also. That yeah, was... and so it's yeah, it's for a limited time. I don't know how long yeah. we're going to put it out for, but it's not going to be available for a, for too long. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I guess yeah. Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A terrible salesman. All you gotta do is when they come out, we'll announce it, and you go and buy them. (laughs) Don't wait because you never know how when they'll be. Yeah, that's true. I I mean, you should never wait because they may sell out or they may. No, I doubt that. (laughs) I think it'll be popular. Um, Yeah, I was excited about how excited people were at Comic Con because I, you know, the one thing is that you know we want to have stuff available, but we also don't want people to feel like we're just trying to get them to spend money for the sake of spending money. And then, you know, but so what was really cool about Comic-Con was realizing that we are picking things that people are wanting and it isn't just like, hey, you know, well, like, you know, the fake guild products, you know, it's not like the Codex Magic 8 Ball or, you know, like the Clara Beer stuff. It's stuff that I think is genuine. Although... You know you guys would all buy that stuff if we... Oh, yeah. I already <laughs> said I would available. buy... I would have purchased every single item if it was available, yes. Yeah. The Codex. The Codex Magic 8 Ball. That's kind of the best one, actually. Yeah. Oh, I like the Clara. It's true. The Clara the cookie Clara jar cookie slash jar. beer dispenser. Oh, the yeah. mind of Gregor <laughs> I know. I'm looking at him now as they're sitting on his uh, mantle I over know. there. Yeah. All, all of the, the guildy stuff he's done. Yeah. The, the wall of guild. I think, did I help you come up with the Vork Unbreakable thing? I feel like there was yes. one that we didn't know what it was. <laughs> so good. Yeah, because we had to figure out. Hey, look, there's the, there's the painting of the, the <laughs> Yep. Um, the Cox. Teen Cox? Yeah. Are no, you talking about, you're talking about the Clara. The Clara, oh, the Clara cover, yes. Yes, Greg did the Clara, one of the Clara covers. That comes out in September, I can't comic. wait. I know, I'm I so excited. I've never done anything like it, and, uh, you know, it was so... That's right, you co-wrote. I did. That's right, you co-wrote this I, one. Yeah, and it was so much fun, and I think, you know, like, I think we were ner- well... I know I was nervous about collaborating on it because I was just like, what if I don't do a good job? And yeah. then she'll have to be like, you know, being nice to me, but at the same time just being like, oh my God, why did I let her do this? This is a terrible idea. Um, but, you know, it was oh, funny. You know, I'm about to do a podcast on oh, just yeah. the comic books once all of them are out. Yeah, yeah, And then I can yeah. talk to Felicia about doing hers. Yes. And then I know Sean helped with Blades. Yes. And Sandeep is going to help with Zabu. And, and Lewis has helped with... Uh, Vork, and mm-hmm. then you're helping with Clara. Yeah. And Greg did the cover for Clara. I mean, yeah. I, that's like a whole big podcast I, I can know. do. Yeah. That'll be really good. Yeah. To get the insight on how it is to write a comic book. Yeah, it's hard. So don't give away too much yet. Okay. <laughs> I will say I went crazy, and Felicia was just like, woo. <laughs> you just wrote like uh, 20 comic books. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. I'm Pull back a little anymore. bit. Yeah. 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 So, um, but anyway, back to the back episode. to the episode. So the party scene, um, it's hilarious. I love Felicia oh up against God. the wall. And With now, the, whose hair? Whose idea was it to to have her hair all staggered? I think it did was it just happen? Sean's. I don't know. I actually wasn't on she set. Just, oh, okay. 
for that. Did she just go part. back into the balloons and they grabbed her hair out of Magri and they thought it was a great idea? That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yes. Um, that was actually the invite or the, the paperless post <laughs> invitation for the rap party was that picture of Felicia <laughs> and under it just said party. <laughs> like this expression of her looking just so pathetic and tired and drunk and yeah um but yeah other little friends of ours surreptitiously dancing in the background like yes you like me, me and brian yeah well brian. see sean had the whole he had brian and i were gonna do a whole scene that got cut yes and it was two time. boys goggling or two geek guys uh, googling at uh codex and oh and and, and uh, venom that's not Venom. The Tink. Tink. Yes. Yes. Making out. So oh, there was, right. we were supposed to be sitting in a corner just going, you know, watching them make out. Yes. And we just ran out of time. Yeah. So they cut our scene. So he's like, oh, we're just going to throw you in this scene. And so we're dancing. Yeah. Behind uh, one of the blonde girls. Yes. So we're not going to say much about her now, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just. It's a good story there. It, it, and you'll, <laughs> you'll hear it in many, many, many places. Yes, you will. Um, <laughs> Sure, it will become in but, this. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was a that was you know. Here's the thing that I have to say as a producer: it was really cool that you know this was about a convention, so I could actually get you know sponsors in, and you know it was it was like we don't have to worry about like whoring yeah. out our thing because you know they're at a party sponsored by a brand, which is what would happen at a con all, all the, the time. time. Yep. So you know. Yeah. So it just worked all around for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was cool to get, um, and I'm from Seattle, so I was just really happy that Joan Soda, you know, was yeah. interested. Very um, cool. So. Cool. Well, was there anything else for episode five? Um, I don't think so. There's a lot happened, but it was pretty confined to the hotel room and the party. And the yes. bathroom scene. Doesn't Amy... Okay, here's one thing I will say. Doesn't Amy look... She, she would hit me if she heard me say this. Doesn't she look like an adorable, like, little chicken? <laughs> <laughs> like, go back now and look at the first, like, time that you see mm. her in the POV of them playing with the little hat and her little, like, lassie lips and her giant eyes with these giant eyelashes. Okay, so that's the thing. Is she has these eyelash extensions that are, like, gorgeous. And they remind me of, like, the way that they drew that little chicken hawk. <laughs> In the Bugs Bunny cartoons with like three little eyelashes and the, like, the little puffy lips. Sorry, Amy. Yeah, I don't think she'd go like that. She, she's going to like it. She's going to like it. You're an adorable chicken. <sighs> Great. Well, on that note, we're going to say uh, good night. Thanks again for doing this with me. Thank you. Hey, guys. I'm here with Jeff Lewis, and we're talking about episode five. So let's go ahead and start with... Uh, the raid and uh, Codex freaking out. Yeah, we're uh, as as usually in the previous seasons we were on different laptops in different locations, our own particular characters' homes. Yeah. But now we're in a hotel room, and so we're all kind of hooked up online, playing in the same room, which is kind of fun and yeah. and, and then funny and different. You're all on your still on your own computer. Yes, yes. It's not we're like all in a big no, no. We're all have our own separate laptops, and in fact, I bring in. Uh, my uh, I bring my desktop, yeah, so, so I have this huge thing I'm lugging, and um, it was pretty funny, and I had to put it down. I know it really causes Jeff Lewis, the actor, a uh, almost a, to to, hurt it, to put his back out. But um, it was funny, and I'm sitting next to you know I got to be in the same room with everybody. I'm sitting next to Vince. Yeah, you guys don't normally have a lot of together scenes. Or all you we never do. In fact, uh, so it was really cool to have all of us, and I got to do stuff with. With uh, you know, with Robin, and we all get to hang out. It's fun. Yeah, you know, awesome. cool. 
Yeah. All right, and then there was the whole how the room was being paid for. Yes. Um, we uh, can't remember what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, that's uh, no problem. That was in a very warm hotel room. Yeah, that's. But uh, the guild finds out what paid for their room, and I can't remember. I have. I definitely have lines on that. I just can't remember what. What they were. Yeah. Well, you obviously did a great job. Yeah, so. thank you. I nailed it, man. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm here with Greg Aronowitz, and we are discussing episode five of season five. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> you know, in my mind, that's still episode two. Like yes. Two. The, you know, yeah. That whole number thing is it, yeah. crap. I, it kills me. I agree me. with you. <laughs> I do agree with you on that. Um... <laughs> So let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Let's talk about uh, the hotel room because a lot of it happens there with uh, their computers. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we you know we get Vork's big, huge, massive computer. Now, is that the original one from all the other seasons? No, it's not actually. It's not. So you know, so here we're back in Koreatown. Yeah. And um, yeah, in the tiny room. Now they all have their computers out, so now it's even more <laughs> cramped and. Um, you know, Vork has his desktop full old school, you know, uh, you know, what are they called? TRV or CRT CRTs. Well, I don't even know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, I have like, I have VCR. I have like all these, you know, things running through my head. Um, but yeah, like, so that's part of the joke is that, you know, no matter where he goes, like, that's his computer. So it is not his original actual one. It is uh, it's very, very close. Okay. It's actually a little smaller. Did we lose his original? Which helped. Um, we, no, we didn't lose it. I think it, I think it's in Felicia's garage. It was just the kind of thing that... Uh, I'm not really sure. Yeah, it, it kind of came up. We were like going to collect it, and then we didn't. And then we just grabbed another computer, I think. Or maybe it did get lost. And last season, I had to find a different one. Okay. So maybe it was lost. So it's from last season. It's, it's actually a different one from last season because the one okay. from last season got um, altered for Rock Jocks. Okay. Because we didn't realize it was the Vork one. So we found another one, another one that I, I have, you know, you can post a photo. I have <laughs> like 50 of these old, you know, monitors and televisions. It. and Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. And um, we, uh, you know, we just found like the next closest one and it made it a little easier. There, there was a huge thing with um, Codex's computer. You know? And because the new one. Yeah, it's the, it's the new one that she got. And uh, it was just one of those weird things that kind of, you know, just got lost in translation. Um, you know, we get, again, everyone has to remember at all times that we're like super low budget and we're yeah. just trying to make everything look great. And, but we have a lot of awesome people and sponsors and stuff that help us. And, you know, Microsoft, obviously, yeah. is one of them. And they give us um, computers. You know, and Sprint gives us phones. phones yeah. And um, I don't even know if I should say it because then people will notice. But I'm sure someone's going to notice anyway, so I might as well call it out so it doesn't <laughs> look like a mistake. But, you know, last season Tink had like the red phone and this year she has like a, a flip up. Yeah. Um, and 
Which isn't a big deal. It's well, not a big even, deal. Even though it, it, some people think happens one day after. It's three it's roughly like oh, it could be as That's much true. as a couple weeks. That is true. That's right. You know, so she could have got a new phone. I mean, Vork ended up putting a spoiler on his <laughs> on his van. You know. <laughs> Um, but the thing is, like for the sponsors, they want you know the new, yeah. like coolest right. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, they don't want a four-year-old phone, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like so, you know. So we we let that one slide. It's a minor thing. Yeah. Not many people will know this, but now no. you're pointing it out. Yeah. Well, but you know what? But for the, for the one that does and and goes online and, and <laughs> you know. Good for you. And people start freaking out, going like, that's right. I'm just going to say, yes, we were aware. Yeah. And there was a reason. Yeah. But we had a similar thing in the computers where Microsoft sent us a cool new laptop for Codex. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, it's a road trip. You know, she's not going to take her all in one, you know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That didn't fly. Felicia was like. Absolutely not, you know. It would make it, sense though, because yeah. Felicia, how would Felicia afford a laptop? <coughs> and she barely, was like, she got it was a central plot line yeah. to last season that, you know, all this stuff happened. Her computer died yeah. and she couldn't afford a computer. And, and, uh, and Zebu went that. through all this trouble and got her this computer. It's like, she has no other computer. Yeah. Well, Microsoft didn't give us a computer back and it takes... You can't just call them up and be like, "Hey, send us this, you know, this thing." So um, we didn't keep that computer. It had to be sent back. No, they have to go back, and that's the other thing. Again, just yeah, I know the phones just, we don't keep. The yeah. phones go back again. And sure. just to be clear, so no one thinks we get all this free stuff, <laughs> and we, you know, because I know everyone's always saying low budget, low budget, and I don't want fans to think like, yeah, low budget, but they get all like we get all those computers, and we have to give them back. Like one of my biggest nightmares was. I thought, like, a few of the computers, like Zabu's old beat-up, you know, Intel, like, yeah, comp yeah. packs or whatever that thing is, that was just some piece of junk that Felicia, like, yeah, that's got. Yeah, that's so, not, so that's just a problem. That's the Microsoft. Yeah. And, um, and then there was someone else that had, like, an old beat-up computer that we got to keep. And last season when I jumped on, um, they hadn't shot the computers yet and so they gave them to me and they said oh this is Tink's computer and we've never seen Tink's yeah. laptop so I was like oh I'm totally going to deck this out and that's when Marisa like bedazzled the yes. whole thing they didn't tell me we had to give that back <laughs> yeah. so I had to unbedazzle the whole thing and like buff it out but now this season we see it again and but I'm like alright it needs to be bedazzled but I, I'm uh-huh. not going to like you know, there was like a million oh, jewels on that, you know. So what I did is I got a piece of plastic, black plastic, and bedazzled that oh. and then glued that to the laptop. So I was smarter this year. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I learned the hard way that they had to go back. So they, the computers <laughs> do go back. Um, so the big all-in-one went back. And those are not cheap. That's like, you know, yeah. a couple, you know. It's a nice computer. Yeah, it was like two grand, $2,500 yeah. or something. So, um and it was just one of those things that kind of made sense to everybody, but no one talked to Felicia about it because we just didn't really think about it. And then on the day, she was like, where is my computer? We're like, I don't know. You have this laptop. She was like, the hell I have this laptop, <laughs> you know? So Kim ended up going out, using her credit card and buying. Are you serious? Yeah, a, a, a computer. Oh, so that, that we, yeah, an all-in-one that we can have. 
And um, and you know, computers are like, yeah, they change. Like we couldn't get the exact one because last year when we shot, like they don't make that yeah. model anymore. Yeah. So, but it was close enough that, and you barely see it. But it's like, yeah, we we're we're sticklers for detail when the details are brought to our attention. Wow. <laughs> you know, but um. Yeah, so the whole computer thing was crazy, and then trying to figure out how everyone would like be in the room, and you know, and they're on their computers, but they're interacting with each other now. So it was like a whole new kind of different way of doing it. This is the first time they're actually on their computers, like old school, playing the game. Yeah, yeah. Except except for the wedding. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah, wasn't I mean I guess they they were playing the game but not really like you know this is like the first like yeah. land party you yeah. know so um, but yeah that was that was a uh, <laughs> a crazy adventure with all trying to it's, it's funny because like, you you don't hear any of this obviously you know why would they tell me <laughs> you know you don't see any of this happening you just see an end product yeah well the well that are there I'm like okay great they got all the computers back that is a uh, testament to everyone's professionalism is like you know when problems arise we just you know deal with them and try and keep everything under the radar there's no reason for there to be mass yeah mass panic that's but, why we do the behind the scenes now yeah everybody knows yeah. yeah and I mean it's I'm sure like Kim will be like why did you tell people that uh, <laughs> uh, it's just interesting and fascinating yeah. to me you know and I think I think as the show progresses too and as it gets more polished and you know Working on the show and watching the show, it's like it's as much a real show as anything on TV. I'm sure I've said this in previous seasons to you, you know, but it's like I like to just bring these little things up because I think the fans, I could easily see people separating the struggle from the final product and just thinking that, you know, like everything's just handed to us or that there's like tons of money or there's, you know. Whoever thinks Microsoft deal, they think that we're just raking it in yeah yeah and it's so and I just true. like and, I, and you know I'm not trying to like you know play the tiny violin or anything but I am just trying to say it's like it's just amazing like all yeah. the things you I mean, run you into and, the, and it is a low budget I mean it's production. the lowest of low the, you know the next step down is free <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean there's not you know and it's like whatever the numbers are I won't, I won't even say numbers but it's like you know there's an amount and you may look at the amount and be like, oh, wow, that's, you know, that's a nice I can buy a car or yeah, something, you know, yeah. but it's like, but then you take, you know, the 50 people that are involved and, and give them a paycheck for a bunch of weeks and, and then all the equipment and the locations and, and the stuff food, and it's like, and yeah, it goes quickly. Hotel it room. gets crazy. So, you know, there's just uh, a lot of things we just need to, you know, beg, borrow, and steal. And yeah. I think those are always the funniest stories of where that stuff comes from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so that's the scene where um, Sean snuck the uh, the hat in. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So Vork, Vork's wearing the hat. They're right. pretty funny. And then, um, you know, what I was trying to express in the room, I'm actually getting scared. I'm starting to talk like a real production designer. <laughs> I was trying to convey a motivation of man's tyranny and injustice in present-day society. No, but again, just from my experience of going to cons and, you know, usually it's like somebody's room or, you know, it's like two people get a room and then by the end of the con, there's like 10 people in that room, you know, (laughs) and you're like sleeping on the floors and sleeping in the bathtub and sleeping on the couch. Yep, everybody cares. 
that it is just impossible. First of all, you know, most con goers, like not the stereotype people, but we're like, we're messy. You know what I mean? We're, <laughs> we're, you know, the, the fans and we're, like, we're the people that our bedroom hasn't changed since we were eight years old. You know what I mean? Like I'm a grown man and you, I walk into my room and there's, Action figures yeah. and socks and like – it's just, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you can't put this diverse of a group of people in a room for that extended amount of time and just not have chaos, yeah. you know. So Tink has her luggage everywhere yeah. and, and you know, uh, you know uh, Blades is just like – has his headshots everywhere. Like he's just so vain. Like he's just like <laughs> posting headshots and, you know, Codex is like tucked in her little corner and Clara's just explodes. Cause she, you know, she just yeah. doesn't care to clean up anything. And Vork has his food everywhere. And, and, uh, you know, Zabu is in the middle of creating this empire. So it really is empire. Strikes Back, yes. Um, where he is basically just, you know, his my, concept is awesome. It is awesome. I, I know. I, I, where really is it? I, I, <laughs> I think it's going to be a guild Twitter thing. We're going to figure that out. You know. I mean, it is a great concept. You know, and just the less people that get stabbed in the eye with a pencil, the better. You know. Um, but uh, he and which I guess is Felicia's concept. So not, yeah. again, it's just more genius from the redhead. You yeah. Know? It's like who knew? It just never ends. But. This is his early stages, and you know he went from just previously comparing different pamphlets to actually like laying it out, and you know this is one of those things—the attention to detail that we just can't help ourselves. I, I said to Red, you know, I want you to take the multiple colored stickums, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know we'll do like the. The room number one, and then the you know the hour one, and then the individual days. So there's different colors, but I'm like, we're never focusing on this. You know what I mean? Like they all need to have something, but you don't. Ha- it doesn't have to follow yeah. any. Okay. And and she went in and just like she did it really quick, but was like, like every panel. So and the thing is. I think there are a dozen panels mentioned in the script, but we actually made a pamphlet with a schedule. Yeah, and they're all over the set. Like they were what they were given out when they first arrived at the con at registration. Yeah, and and then it's like what Zabu is using to make his original notes. There's like a map and there's a pamphlet, and um. We went through and basically created a panel for every hour of every day of the convention. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, there's just all kinds of crazy stuff. There's, that goes back to that detail. Because, yeah. No one will ever see, <laughs> but you know it's there. And, you know, but it, it gave extras business on set because they were reading them and it I just, you know. I never got one of those. I never even knew. I'll have to show you one. Yeah, yeah, there's all these crazy things. There's, um, uh, Ewok ease with uh, Ewok ease with ease, like learning nice. the furry language, yeah. and and um, oh, I mean, there's just hundreds of things. There's just uh, you know, um, dancing for gold, the art of sexy rating, 
<laughs> and you know, we just like just named every possible thing. Uh, actually, Red created one for me. Um, there's one panel like it's at noon, and it says, um, uh, "Oh, what was it? Something about." Constru- controlling the force like mastering your uh star wars t-shirt <laughs> compulsion nice. and and then the next panel after that like at twelve thirty, is 50 percent off all star wars t-shirts <laughs> um that's great yeah controlling the force you know you'd be i don't know it's something about basically people obsessed with star wars t-shirts huh? but yeah we created hundreds and hundreds of panels so she individually wrote out every panel on the thing and he was like moving them around and then it's funny and i kept all these too but during the scene sandeep as business was like making notes yeah and just writing all these ridiculous things on all the post-its oh, yeah. as, as he was doing it you <laughs> That's know awesome. and that scene reveals the master chiefs and like that was totally awesome. Yeah. You know? I mean, again, we're you know funded by Xbox. We're like part of their thing. So yeah. Felicia wrote that in there, and no one was really sure if we we're going to be allowed to do it. Yeah. And they basically were like, "Yeah, that's totally cool. Um, just you know, good luck finding cool you know Master Chief costumes." You yeah. know. So the first thing was like, "Oh, maybe I have to." make those but there but my pre-production because we had all those other projects like i just had like two weeks yeah as I say yeah there's no way so there was a lot to do as you guys are discovering <laughs> uh, but i really wanted to do it but then i was like well but someone has to have you know that and um they was it i guess brian i'm not sure who found I don't know. Them. I was say yeah who found i'm not them. really sure someone was reaching out in in that world and found these guys and they're from Texas and they made these awesome Master Chief yep. costumes and they flew out like not just once but the, I think they like a combination of times. three times back and forth yeah. and uh, just uh, it was totally awesome it was like yeah, such like a three, three or four guys playing three guys yeah well that, they couldn't Maybe always guys. they couldn't always come out yeah. at the same time so yeah. it was the same costumes yes. but they're part of a, a group and they kept like yeah. Devin switching. Is the one who created the, the molds. For yeah. Years, and he actually made both those. And Yeah, uh, and they're amazing. I, I had done, I don't know if any of you guys ever saw, you know, Battle Planet, that crappy movie that I wrote and directed. And, uh, <laughs> it, which, you know, actually it was supposed to be a great movie and then it it's just a got... a fun, cheesy sci-fi Yeah, movie. it wasn't supposed to be. It was a love story and then sci-fi was like, we got to take all this mushy stuff out and now it doesn't make any sense. But... Um, but I made everything in that movie and um, like their process for making the Master Chief suit was almost like exactly the way that I went about making mine. Like I, they did it the same way I would have done it but they're – you know, they just kind of figured it out on their own. Yeah. You know? And I'm like that is super yeah. impressive. And you talked to them, right? Yeah. I, I made mean, yeah. sure. I'm like you need to talk to Greg because I know – Yeah. No, they actually came okay. came over here and you know – yeah, hopefully oh, so we'll do – they made it to the barnyard. Yeah, they finally oh, made great. it over here. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get to do work together in the future because cool not only were they super talented but they were like super cool. Yeah. And, just, and who does that? Who <laughs> Who flies halfway across the country – you know, fans just to guild. work for free to, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, the guild fans are just off. amazing. Well, and they also want to show off their talent. I mean, they, yeah, well, it did. And they they're, and they're super featured. And yeah. it's like, it totally elevated. Yes. You know, I mean, it was so great for me because, 
like I said, I try and do everything possible to just make this show look good. And it's like when someone steps in like that and goes like, oh, here, by the way, here's these perfect yeah. <laughs> Master Chief guys. You know, and then we had – you know, stormtroopers from the five hundred first. Like we had like all this stuff, but it's like. Nintendo Star Wars gave us approval for it too. Yeah, which, which was, was which Lucas, was super cool. Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, that which really. I mean, that doesn't surprise me now. They seem to be more generous. Uh, yeah. With their licensing. Yeah. You well, with the in the fan well, community, yeah. they're very supportive. As as, and, yes. Yeah. Yes. But it's like it was just cool to be like this is all. This is not cobbled together. This yeah. is all real yeah. cool stuff. And well, I remember with the Star Wars people, I remember Kim putting an email out asking. For stormtroopers, I like this is like two days before the convention, right? Right. And she got tons and tons of people. We got you know a local garrison got hold of us, and there are people available, and they were the same way. They were guild fans who knew of the guild and wanted to be part of it, and came to Long Beach. And- <laughs> yeah, it's super exciting. It's like it just really opens up the world, and it's like, but at, at the same time, it just it makes you feel more like you're at a real. Show, oh, yeah. although you know, I know we keep saying this every episode, but it's like I wish we could go to this show because it's like you know you have Comic Con, which is awesome, but it's like so overwhelming, you know. And then you have like Dragon Con, which has all kinds of crazy you know costumes, but there's not like tons of like retail there, you know. And then and you have like the Star Trek convention, which but it's like this is the dream meld yeah. of like every you know celebrity, every genre, yeah. every. You know, it was a nice, every, be a fun con to go to. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun to be at. <laughs> so, but it'll be fun to watch. Oh yeah, but yeah, that, those are cool. And but and Zebu's storyline with those guys just ends up being yeah you know, which, super awesome. Develop as the series goes. Um, of course, this is another scene where Zebu is eating something funky. This poor guy always <laughs> is eating something in every season. He's always eating or spraying himself with Pam. Or, yeah. And so this he's eating ginseng. Was that, yeah, that he, was real ginseng? No, no. And, and, but just as bad. So, and so, yeah, his storyline, he's trying to stay awake. Yes. He is convinced that he is going to see every single thing there is. And again, I relate to that, you yeah. know? It's like you spend good money, you travel far, and you're, you look at that thing and you're like how am i gonna see, see all, all this you yeah. know and um he devised a plan and one of the things he was gonna do is like you know energy drinks and yeah. sugar and and ginseng so um we're in koreatown again i do some research i find some places and it turns out that raw ginseng not only is it hard to find in um like full form because you can find like you can find it raw but not like fresh stick. and whole. Like yeah, you yeah. find it like chopped up okay. and um but it's expensive. Like oh, I man. you know, like I I mean thing. maybe not like I don't even know what you would use it for, like what you know, but but it was like I don't know, twenty dollars a pound or wow. something, which again, guild budget. Like I don't have twenty dollars <laughs> to spend on any single yeah. prop, you yeah. know. What we ended up doing is um we got ginger, ginger root. That looks like ginger. Yeah. And then we got um, sprouts and this whole thing was like $5 yeah. for the um, – because the sprouts were like $1.50 and and then the ginseng was like you know 3 bucks or something. And we hot glued sprouts <laughs> to the nice. ginger to make it look like all – like more like the picture. And um, – but again – not something you want to eat, 
Yeah. You know, gin, raw ginger is like, yeah, it sets your tongue I on fire. I, I would say I don't know, but yeah, I can imagine. And he he ate it, and not only did he eat it, but he would eat it while we weren't shooting. And I was like, <laughs> dude. And he's like, I'm just trying to get my mouth used to it. And I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> and then he would do uh, orange slices in between. Mm-hmm. You know, take some to, of that. To, yeah, but uh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm surprised. Uh, Surprised you made it through the shoot in, in in one piece or without yakking because it's like between the energy drinks and the pure sugar and the, yeah. it's like every episode he's pouring something down his throat and yeah and we tried to make it as fake as possible whenever we could but there's just certain things yeah that, well I know uh, it's like the energy drinks he tasted like it was horrible yeah you guys wound up pouring them out and putting water and food coloring it yeah well we ended up going with um like just Gatorades and stuff like we just kind of. Yeah. Cheated it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. But, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever we had available much at the time, than we just... what was actually in the yeah the energy bottle thing. Well, plus, I mean, they're designed to really amp you up, and it's like you can't do ten of them in five minutes when <laughs> every take you had to do you one or really two. Can't. Yeah, you'd have a heart attack, you know. Yeah, that was funny. Very cool. All right, um, a really big scene was the Jones party. Which, uh, you know, I finally figured out after seeing all the bottles with Jones Soda that they're actually one of our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, also. Jones Soda. Um, and so, but what's cool is that you integrated it into that actually Jones Soda was sponsoring the party right. also. So it made sense why there was so much Jones stuff. And Yeah. You know, which again, you know, the casual user may be like, oh my God, look at that product placement. But it's like... Um, that really happens at conventions. It happens at conventions. It like does. all the big parties. Yes. Because it costs a ton something. of money. And, you know, and it'll be a thing like, uh, you know, Marvel may have a party, but they're already spending so much money that someone will step in, you know, and and actually, yeah, like, you know, kind of brand their party. So it'll be like the Marvel party sponsored by, you know, Avion or like whatever it is. And and they'll like pay for the party um, and then they'll just have all the product there. It's like, no, you know. But but the Jones Soda was fun because um, we got to do some banners. I did superhero banners with these. Yes, yeah, so uh, about these. These are awesome. I created these <laughs> these you know fictitious superheroes that were all like soda related, and because there's um there's pop, uh, the fizz, um, bubble, and uh, carbonate. <laughs> Nice. And um, they are all um, like people they're from 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 the crew. Yeah, they're they're actually all uh, well, art department one. except for one. And yeah, and I, that took me the longest time to figure out who that one was. Yeah, I got I saw it's Red Five. Mm-hmm. I saw I, I know that knew that was her. I knew uh, Mazin mm-hmm. looked like Mazin, and then um, there was the other one. Those I think those are at the party that we're talking about the Jones party. Are those two, but then later in later scenes you see the other ones, and I for the longest time I couldn't figure out who the green monster <laughs> yeah. thing was. Well, maybe we'll leave it for everybody to look because he it shows up. Uh, yeah, it shows it's up in, in later, later scenes, so we'll yeah. just leave that out there. So there are four total. So let's see if you guys can see all four. Yeah, of them. but yeah. So it's Red Five, Mazin, and Marisa. Yes, are, and those were uh, all I knew who they were. Yeah, that green one. <laughs> I, I thought it was you at first. So I'm like, well, it makes sense. 
they're all, you know, they're all art people. Yeah. And I'm well, like, you, you never really see like this him. particular person being angry, so it makes it, yeah. you know. But but when you told me who it was, I'm yeah, like, it clicks in. I know. So. Yeah, it looks just like that person. So, but I made them all, you know, interacting with the Jones soda, and then yeah. we made. So did they come here? I'm sorry, to stick on this poster thing. <laughs> did they come here? Did you take pictures of them, or did you just? Drop yeah, them no, away? I just, I yeah, I took pictures. I mean, everyone was here except for you know Carbon Eight and. Yeah. They, but they weren't they in drop by. outfits, though. You paint. Oh no, no, yeah, that's all. They're just drawings. Okay. I mean, I had to do all that stuff in one one day because that's crazy. Um, the there was like a thing where Jones wanted a banner, and then I came up with the idea of incorporating um, all the banners because I wanted to dress the room with something, yeah. you know. And I thought I thought of creating these characters. I did like rough stick figure sketches and we sent them to be approved. I was going to say, did Jones have to and, approve them? Yeah, well, they had to prove the idea. I, okay. I think they were, you know, again, Kim's going to be like, stop saying stuff like that. But <laughs> I think they were supposed to approve everything. But what happened was I sent the rough drawings and I can't remember, remember how we had like breaks in the shoot? Like I didn't start working on that till after the first block of shooting. Okay. Number one, because, you know, Mike Z, who was, just doing all these amazing banners for us like had so much to get done for the big convention block so we had to like give him a break and then i needed a break to um not a break like to relax but a break (laughs) to you know i had to go from one block of artwork to the next Mm -hmm. so i didn't do that in pre-pre-production i did that like in between yeah after the first set of art was being printed i started the next set of art because it was like a week it didn't need to be done for a week later and so I sent the stuff and I can't remember if it was like a holiday weekend or for whatever reason, we just didn't hear it back. And then we finally heard back and they were like, ooh, our artist, our in-house artist is excited about this and they may want to take a crack at it. And Kim was like, oh, uh, 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 you know, okay. <laughs> and I was like, fine, I just need to know. And then ultimately they didn't have time or something and so I had to, you know – actually go in and execute it and uh yeah I, you know i had my plan already but i had to just do all four paintings in a day so instead of doing them as paintings because i'm not that fast i um i did them as like marker renderings and with pencil and then amish took that into the computer and did like the backgrounds and photoshop okay. and stuff you okay. know so it was like pure colors and, yeah and um, and then we sent him the mic, and then he had like three days to print them out and ship them to us. So you know it was. So Mike did print those. Out. He ultimately printed them. Yeah, yeah. So it was all pretty amazing. But then we went with um, balloons and stuff, and I went with uh, purple and gold on the costumes because yeah, purple is <laughs> my favorite color. But well, I was just trying. There's not a lot of purple and gold superheroes except for like yeah. maybe like the Wonder Twins and yeah. you know. They're like old school, you know. So I wanted—I didn't want anyone to think that it was like Superman. I didn't—I wanted them to definitely be like, "Oh, I don't recognize yeah. that team." Of, yeah. Um, but then we got a bunch of balloons and streamers, real cheap, because the Lakers had just lost. <laughs> and LA is like—is so. When those guys are hot, everyone's a Lakers fan. The second they lose, like no, like you know what I mean. We like yeah. you go to other towns and people are like diehard. Like they could be in last place for twenty years and people still love they their love team. Them. But here it's just like losers. <laughs> you know, it's like so terrible. 
So it was like two days after they lost whatever the that's called, yeah. that big sports event, the <laughs> basketball bowl or whatever. I don't know. But they had lost and like everything was just on sale. So we got, you know, all this stuff. So we decorated that whole place. And then we made these cool um, – we took a bunch of Jones soda and, and hot glued them together into towers and put like – Glow sticks those in the cool. top, yeah. and I don't know if you'll ever see those or not. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was the party, and then, um, you know, probably the trickiest thing about the party was oh well, there was this one part where oh my god, I almost forgot about this part. There's there's the thing where uh, Codex and and Tink kiss. Yep. So let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> Silence. Think about that. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was... Don't have to think about it. They saw it on screen, so... Uh, but I'm saying think about it now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm watching it in my mind. Uh-huh. What is going on? The show gets better and better. <laughs> um, but no, that was crazy. And um, uh, originally there was a thing where... Um, Blade sees that and his soda is supposed to explode. We were going to do the Mentos thing and we just didn't have time. And if I could, some, some we're still editing right now. Like we're, this is that weird Back to the Future thing that Kenny does where we're talking about it before you see it, but, <laughs> but pretending like you've already seen it. Yes. Um, if somehow I could just build a piece of a set and get that shot because I think it would just be so amazing. To have that happen and then just look at Vince and have it just go. That would be funny. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. Keep that in mind. It may be there. It could be there. If it's there and then you listen to this, no. Why? That that was magic. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, we didn't get to do that. And one of the things was that scene was we're back in Valencia. Yeah. And that hotel, it was just, they were, I'll just say it, they were pains in the ass. (laughs) And we were running out of time and it was just kind of like. If we ruin the ceiling or ruin this carpet, like it's just not worth it. So yeah. we we just passed on on that opportunity. Uh- hey, guildies, it's Kenny. I just wanted to jump in with a quick edit note. Uh, there is a tapping sound during Felicia's interview. I'm not sure what the problem was, but it does go in and out, and I think it disappears towards the end of the interview. So um, I am aware of it. There's nothing I can do, but I still think it's a great interview, so I wanted to share it with you guys. Hey, Gildies, I'm here with Felicia Day. We're discussing episode five, and uh, let's just jump right into it. Um, I like this episode because it reminds me of the older seasons when you guys are in front of your computer screens. Yeah, no, I think uh, there's always, like, ten people who are like, well, I wish the whole season was like this. And I'm like, right. <laughs> it would be much easier on everybody if we just yeah. have houses. So maybe season uh, season six, if we do it, we'll have more house, house scenes. <laughs> more house scenes for no, I, I like the other scenes. I'm just saying it just reckons back to the older day when, you know, when you guys did do just your monitors. Um, and what was really like cool about this one? It turned out really well, which I was kind of yeah. like. I hope people don't get bored. But actually, you know, it's kind of strange that our strength is when uh, that that our, our simplest can be so strong. So I'm really, yeah. you know, I'm ha- so happy with the season. But it is nice to be able to go um, back online with everybody. I just love the way that it always cuts together. You know, every and this this is actually the first time we ever 
delivered all of our on-screen dialogue in one place because we were all in the hotel room doing all our lines, which usually it's me uh-huh. crouched under the desk doing other people's lines. So that's actually <laughs> a first for the show that we were all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I still think it's funny that you guys are talking to each other via the video cam when you're sitting right next to each other. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's hilarious i love it it's so it's so that group they would do something like that yeah this is there's a first here is is when you're doing your video uh your uh your web video at the same time as people are in the background and it kind of just flows right into you know the action of the show it's not like a separate piece even though it is yeah no that's that is interesting you know i've always I've always wondered about that, whether people would like make fun of her for doing these webcams, but I, I, I chose to go and just keep it timeless and sort of amorphous in a sense. And I think it actually really works. And the way that Sean edited it, you know, I don't think anybody's going to be like, wait, what's happening? It's pretty clear what's yeah. happening. Everybody was setting oh, yeah. up for the raid in the background and then they're in the raid. So yeah. Yeah. It's just really cool. It's just something different. That's what I love about it is that it's constantly changing. It's never the same thing. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm really happy with the way it turned out because, you know, just being in one room, just for the economics of the season, we had to place some of the episodes in the hotel room. And I was concerned about that because, you know, we're at a convention that we could only shoot so much on the convention floor. But in fact, you know, some of these some of the stuff that happens in the hotel room are one of my favorite moments of the season, really. So it's a nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, we have the introduction of the ma- uh, Master Chiefs, the first time yes. we see them. Yes, which, you know, some people might think, hey, that's just funny, but we actually see those guys later. Spoiler. So <laughs> it's so funny to see. And, and you know, I just those, – those guys in those suits, like, flew in from Texas to be part of the show, and they made those outfits. So that's what's yeah. impressive to me. Um, yeah. It was so funny. Now did, you know, the, did you write Master Chiefs in the script? I did, uh, and I was just kind of hoping, hey, I hope they let me use Master Chiefs. And the cool thing is Microsoft was, you know, basically I sent them kind of pages that weren't even locked. And I was like, this is what I want to do with the Master Chiefs. Is that cool? And they are like, yep. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. They were just, they, you know, what's so, what's so nice working with them is that they just trust what we do. They trust we're not going to you know, defame them. We trust mm-hmm. that we're going to deliver quality stuff. And that's a huge, you know, privilege that most creators don't get. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was just really nice to be able to say, hey, I'm going to have your uh, your Master Chiefs in my season. I'm going to do some crazy stuff with them. Is that cool? And they were like, yep, that's cool. <laughs> so, that's, that's great. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, another big moment for this episode was – the kiss between Zabu and Codex. Yeah. Um, I mean, this this was it. <laughs> well, the funny thing is that that scene wasn't there in 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 the one of the drafts, and um, I think it was a note from someone else that it didn't seem like the Zabu. You know, it's such a long arc for these guys. You know, it seemed mm-hmm. like there needed to be another kind of moment between them um, to at least kind of you know, emphasize the fact that maybe that's not a good idea for them to get together. Um, Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was a really funny way to kind of break the episode up and then just kind of give more weight to that relationship. Because what's cool about it is that they're really good friends and they're like, you know, 
there I could see a lot of situations, you know, in the future that those care their characters would be really supportive of each other in in a really mm-hmm. kind of loving way. And if you if you look back at season one, you know, really Zabu has had the most growth of any. Oh character. yeah. And, you know, it was always my, I always wanted to keep it believable, but also, like, bring him, you know, into a, a mature world, in a sense. And mm-hmm. Codex has gotten a lot more outgoing, too, by de- design, you know, too. So, uh, the mm-hmm. characters, you know, have a really big emotional step. And I really love the way that, um, you know, just Sandeep and I just have really good chemistry there. And I'm really happy about how this mm-hmm. turned out. Yeah. So, how was it kissing Sandeep? It was, it was not a, good. It, was a real, it wasn't a passionate kiss. I mean, it was more of an awkward no, kiss. It was weird, though. It was like, ugh. <laughs> I mean, kissing Will was weird enough because, like, he's like, like again, he's like a real, like an older brother to me. So that uh-huh. was weird. But it was even more weird kissing Sandeep because I've known him for way longer. Like, I've known Sandeep for almost, I mean, since I moved to L.A., like, almost 10 years. Like, yeah. Because no, maybe like eight, at least eight years. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we started doing improv together. So I've known him so long and like I'm never, you know, it was just weird. <laughs> weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, now another fun scene was the party scene towards the end of the episode. And yes. a, a drunk codex. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I never even pictured that scene being that big. I always thought it was kind of a button, and it actually turned into something awesome. And that was mostly Sean's ideas, you know, with the with the whole like pounding the can on the guy, and you know, having, um, you know, I was I always pictured it much quick quicker cut and just like a button. And I love the scene that turned into it. And I particularly love, you know the growing relationship between like Tink and Codex where it's almost like yeah. those friends. And then the yeah. whole thing with blades, you know, her dissing blades kind of, and then that <laughs> you know, craziness. And then my, my hair on the balloon above my head was just a happy accident. And I just, I'll just say, yeah, whose idea was that? Cause that's hilarious. It just was happening because I was standing on a balloon. And I was like, oh, Kim, uh, our makeup person. I was like, Kim, put more of my hair on this balloon. So like every take she'd like, Static cling me up and then put more hair up there. <laughs> look at the the guild flicker account, which Brian King uh-huh. has been keeping pretty active this season. Um, I just absolutely love. Um, I just love the still that he just uploaded of me um, at the party where I look really mm-hmm. drunk. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was the picture he used for our rap party invitations. Yes, it was the great. Picture of you with the balloon. Um, yeah. So have all yeah. the Jones sodas everywhere and the Jones soda banners that Greg made. So that's a, it turned into a really great scene, which I was totally unexpected. Yeah. That's always cool. I like those when you don't expect it and it wound, you know, winds up being better than you ever expected. Yeah. No, that's just Murphy's law. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and again, we have another kiss with Codex. I don't know. Codex is kissing a lot of people in this episode. Well, uh, I can't really, I mean. Well, it's not a guess. It's a, it's a fake kiss, but. Fake, yeah. So. It's still, yeah. There's something happening. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. I guess, uh, there's a lot of impulse. Um, more importantly, we see those two girls. So. That's right. That's right. And it's revealed at the very end. Tink yeah. Says, They're my sisters. Yeah, which is like, what? So. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big shocker. We'll see what happens with that. <laughs> 
I was, I, you know, I just wanted to give uh, Tink some character growth this season. So, you know, we'll see more of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it was definitely a great ending to the episode with that that re- revelation. Oh, yeah. And then Blade spitting, which I thought was disgusting. I was like, Sean, <laughs> suppo- actually, the way that I scripted it, he was supposed to open a soda and it was supposed to... Um, Actually, one of the one of the times I scripted it, it was Zabu who turned and saw them when he was opening a soda, and the soda overflowed, and he looked down and mm-hmm. he said, "Metaphored." That was gonna be <laughs> that was gonna be one ending. But then I actually in in redoing rewriting, I was like, "Oh, we need we need Zabu to leave." So mm-hmm. and then it didn't make sense that um, Blades would say metaphored. But then um, you know Sean had him spit, and I was just so grossed out by that. I was like, first of all, it's unsanitary. Second of all, he might spit me. So Sean was just fighting for it. He was like, please let me just let him spit just one time. I was like, okay, fine. But he better not spit me. I was so disgusted. And it actually turned out to be so funny. I mean, it's like my favorite thing ever. I I think Brian's making an animated gif of that moment, so I can relive it over and over. Nice, nice, nice. Very cool. Um... Yeah, I guess that's it for that episode. Was there, was there, did everything go as planned? Were there any um, big changes or other than what we've already discussed? No, I mean, I think that everything, um, you know, everything came across really well. I, I actually really liked the episode. You know, it was one of those episodes that I wasn't sure how it was going to come together, and I actually like it. One, mm-hmm. It's my favorite, you know, one of my favorites of the season yeah. already. So. All right, cool. Okay. Well, I guess that's that's it for episode five. Thanks a lot. Thank you. What'd you guys think? Another great episode. So much cool information. I appreciate all the cast and the crew sitting down with me and chatting. It's always fun to talk the guild. And hopefully you guys are enjoying it as well. If you want, you can send me your comments. You can send those to knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. I would love hearing what you enjoy about the episodes. Are you enjoying the Guild this season so far? We're five episodes in. We're almost halfway there. And just give us your thoughts. Let us know what you think. All right, so I think that's going to do it for this episode. But before we go, always remember... I know, you guys. There's this awesome thing I'm so into. There's clog pieces and brown and shiny bits and top hats and corsets. It's like my new favorite thing. I'm going to go to the booth, get our shirts, and me and the pretty girl are going to become best friends. Hi there, fans of the Guild. This is Meds from Waffle Arm Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, let's face it, we all like a nice cup of tea, then you can find us at iTunes. Just type in Waffle Arm Podcast, or go to our main site, which is over at Podbean. So just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. 
Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. Copyright info, Knights of the Guild as a creative, commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works, 3.0, there's a decimal in there, United States license, all rights reserved. I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> <laughs>